0: Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations and Coffee. Today I'm joined with Keith Joyce. Keith, thank you very much well for coming on me. Thank no you. Thank you for um, You know, we're, we're here in the, in the Costa now. I kind of want to get to know a little bit about you. And as, as
1: you say, um hard worker man. always worked on my life. Left school when I was 15, uh, against my own will. Uh, started a job straight away in, in the, in the car industry, doing panel beating and spray painting. Um, and done that route right until I was about 24. I thought just for the health reasons alone, I got out there, it was, there was no future in it. It was, you know, spray, dust, bath your knees, bath for and It's something copped on to very young in life that this is not the way where I wanted to be. So, I actually left there instead in the car trade I started doing car sales. And i had done car sales to about 29 and um, just when everyone started doing it from the UK Imports, I just found it hard to sell a car because the cars that I was selling, 10 people at the same morning. Yeah. It was a lucky dip, you know, so. Look, I got out of there anyway, and, and I forward on, um, forward on to where I am here today. I actually, I'm actually in development now, property development. Um, i have seen an avenue in that I thought, you know, this is sustainable, this is something that I could sit back and work hard without actually physically working hard, but putting any pressure on the body in terms of no lifting. Manual labour. No manual labor. No manual labor, although there is manual labor involved in this, uh, a lot of manual labor, it's, it's it's more health beneficiary than it is health deteriorating, because, you know, I'm lifting things around, I'm, I'm manually going around and doing exercise per se, where the other one was dust, dirt, and everything else in between. And then there's the stress end of it as well, so, um, so yeah what did I do so I, I jumped into college then I don't I never in college in my life so I jumped in and done a diplomacy and project managing knowing that this is what I wanted to do I hadn't got a business plan done up I hadn't got money I hadn't got funds I just knew this was, what I was gonna do so the first things force. it says if I'm serious about this it's it's go to college and get your diplomacy and project managing so went and done that uh, passed back on my diplomacy and put the head down seeing seeing what it was about and how I was gonna st- structure it structure my uh, business plan done it and um, Went around to a couple of investors, got the investment in place, and here I am today, developing away.
0: So, I didn't know that, see, this is all things I wouldn't yeah, have known about you, I no, can't picture you doing that. No, I, I see, because a lot of people think, you know,
1: a lot of people have this, have this image of me that I'm doing so well in life. And I suppose, I suppose I am, I, I mean I'm grateful for everything I have in my life, but I, I, I'd imagine if I was, I don't even imagine, like, I can't speak on the other people's behalf, but I imagine if, if I was asked someone, what do you think of me, or where do you think I am, I'd imagine they think I'm further than where I actually am, you know.
0: Um, Which is good because when you're setting goals, then you can always try be better than yourself. Exactly, yeah, but it
1: also means that you also have a so you have a standard that doesn't exist in other people. This exists in people's minds, but doesn't exist in your real life. Mm-hmm. You know, because people, social media is, is such a it's such a good thing and such a damaging thing, and it has all sorts of adverse effects. You know, and it can be done. It can be used to to the best and be used to the worst. You know, and then there's people who just, you just don't know what they take from a picture. Because a picture is a picture and, you know, it paints a thousand words, you say, but well, what words are they painting? And, who, and who's picking up on it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I learned that very early on in Instagram. It, it's a
0: platform it, for people to kind of give their opinions and you're putting yourself out there. It is, yourself
1: yeah. there, putting yourself out there. But then you put you put a picture out there and you mean the best of good and, and the best of will with it. And then people will take it on board as the same way you take it on board, but run it a bit different and, and, and feel, feel like you have the answers to their problems as well um you know in terms of uh, especially stories i was putting out i've done a lot of I'd done a lot of health stories for a long time you know i just shared my daily macros my daily intakes and what i had done and you know it took a lot of time out of my day to do it but i didn't mind doing it because the people i was helping it was it was fascinating to me like, that the people needed this and it was such basic information but for me what i found out was it was the way i was putting it across i didn't come in at micros macros you know all that kind of stuff i didn't, I didn't get into the deep end of, of the science of it was necessities black and white stuff and people could relate to that and like i have gone to a pt nine months and i never knew this and i was like man what are they teaching people out there so that spurred me on to keep on going and keeping helping people so i've been approached by four different types of people and agencies to do uh, ebooks you know do ebooks do basically at the back end of my success at the back end of my following and I just won't do it i just i just will not take money off the back end of someone else's struggling when i can give it all out for free but you know the people who are approaching me to do this are approach me for their own agenda mm-hmm. you know they're gonna make money at the back end of mm-hmm. it and you know i'm,
0: I'm okay with there's that there's always a method to the madness absolutely
1: it? and i'm okay with that but just it's just not for me at the moment and i said like if we can if we can help someone for free I'm, I'm gonna do that so you know that's i suppose that's that's where that's where i am now so people think think you're a lot more Doing a lot better than what you actually are, but you know, it's okay. But I'm doing good. I'm doing very good I can't complain in my life, but mm-hmm. I'd imagine if people thought put a number on it The number would be a lot higher than what yeah. actually is real in life, you know?
0: And when we think kind of more so about, I watched like some of the stories like it push day and pull day yeah, yeah. Your highlights were kind of like yeah. you were tipping away at them. And when I used to look at them like it was like a daily vlog, mm. you know, from when you got up, what you had for breakfast, yep. you headed to the gym, but you were living a normal life. You weren't oh, yeah. like somebody that had eight hours a day free. No. You were showing that I'm doing this through exactly. work, kids, partner, yeah. living a normal life. Absolutely.
1: And, and, that, and that's, that's, where, that's where, see, people always turn around and say, you know, I'm on a diet. You now the diet would be the correct word for it, but at the same time it has to be a lifestyle choice. It can't, it can't be more than just a diet. You, the, the word diet itself almost gives people shivers. Oh diets you know I mean it's six months of this now I'm gonna have to kill myself and I just incorporate that into a daily lifestyle and you know I cook my own foods, I, I, I do all my own cooking, I do it from Sunday to Wednesday and then Wednesday to Saturday that they my cooking days, so all my meals are prepped. I prep three three meals per day and then I eat two fresh. So breakfast is always fresh and last meal is fresh because there are two times I'll actually be in the house, guaranteed, um, throughout That's the a smart day.
0: That's going about it, yeah. Yeah,
1: so throughout the day, I may, I may not be in the house, but I'm, I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm in the house, I'm still eating, you know what I mean, my my, my pre-cooked meals. Uh, if I'm not in the house, I have them with me. So there's no excuse to miss a meal.
0: And the problem is when you're not prepared, then you end up running into a garage or driving oh, to the drive through yeah. and getting a burger yeah, and chips. Absolutely. When you're not prepared, you just, go for the convenience yeah, stuff. Yeah
1: I mean there's is out there the whole time, uh, prepare to fail, fail to prepare, you know there's all sorts of stuff going on you know and that's another thing as well Those signs is the, the people use them a, a lot and they just get diluted so they don't mean anything anybody anymore but you can take something out of a lot of signs you know I mean, some things will resonate with you you might see a sign or something that someone had said and you say Jesus that's really had to resonate with me but if you see it 50 times across the same post and especially when you see it with people who actually don't mean it are not living that by that standard of life, you know, I and mean, just punt out for you know whatever likes or make themselves feel better, um, you kind of gets the little down the way. But no, for me, it's a lifestyle choice. Uh, you know, it's a money saving. I say money doing it. Every meal I cook is less than two quid, two euro per meal. You know, my, my weekly shopping for me and the two, I get the kids, kids eat healthy, the missus eat healthy. Between us, we're looking at about 125 euros for seven days food. You know, and that's just down to being smart. You spend
0: that on a night eat now oh, in absolutely. one restaurant.
1: Absolutely, I mean, and, and that that's what it came down to me. I was like, I'm saving money. I, if, if the foods are available to buy, you would buy them. I mean, we all fall into the trap. But I've done it myself. I've done two or three days last week where um, I didn't bring in the meals. To be honest, put the hand up. I didn't bring in the meals. I said, I'll eat on the go. And I had to, you know, a try my best to eat when in the macros, maybe a wrap. Some cold chicken, boiled egg. That'd be me. Toast it toasted. Um, i just try to squeeze in my my fats, proteins, and um, carbs out of that. So, but that's all right when you slip up every now and again. You know I mean, it's yeah. When you live that whole process. But even that that caused me. Like, <laughs> just going to the shop, then it cost me eight quid, like for that little. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't you know, it? For a bottle of water and, <laughs> and, 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 a, and a sandwich. So, it's just it's just beyond madness for me. And and the fact is, the health benefits are not there. Eating that stuff where they are, eating at home,
0: cooking at home. Well, I guess what you're trying to say is like. It's not a diet; it's a lifestyle change. Oh, absolutely, because a is. diet is something that's only for a period of time, absolutely, maybe yeah. long or short. Yeah. But it's only for a time, and then it's you're back onto this normal ways. Yeah, this normal
1: ways are going. And, and you know, for me, if I was on diet per se, it would be me just reducing my calories. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little bit more con- conscious on what comes into my body uh, to get that desired look, whether it be six pack abs or are cut down for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely a lifestyle, and it has to be a lifestyle. It, c- it cannot be just this phase, and it's not healthy to have just that phase. It's not healthy for you to starve your body of all these calories, to overtrain, to get the weight down, to over drinking water, flushing all these nutrients out of your body with nine liters of water a day, to get this desired look that you get. And you hold it for, like for instance kids nowadays, it's a bita, it's a bita, a bita, a bita, a bita and then they're going over and are pumping themselves with alcohol and whatever else you know, and then toxins go into your body, when your body's at it's most fragile, it's craving, it's starving nutrients you're at the starving of all, all the nutrients coming up you All be, for image All for image, all for vanity and look, put me hands up, I've done it for years myself But you've learned? I've learned, so, like, I mean when I first came into the, into the fitness industry and, and for myself when I very first realised I need to hit the gym, I remember going on holidays with my, with my missus and uh, another couple. And I put a, wet, uh, a life jacket on, I was going on a jet ski or, or a boat, and I'd uh, done the obligatory fucking double front bicep, you know, in the, in the wet. <laughs> in the thing. When I was back down, there was no camera phone, so it was actually a windy camera and I had to get it developed. So it was like three weeks later, I got the picture back, and I looked at myself and said, that, I don't look like that, do I? Completely skinny, I'm probably 68 kilos. No definition, just pure straight arm, though a long length. I was like, Oh, I'm doing something about that. And uh, that's, that's mad.
0: F- but you you picture yourself on the jet ski. You kind I of look picture and- myself <laughs> going around like what, <laughs> seven,
1: And I used to do, you kind of paint this false picture about yourself when. Uh, that I thought it looked much better than what I did. And I was like, Jesus, I I need to go and and sort this shit out. So that's when I first went to the gym. It was all about getting these arms out, getting these big arms. Then I started smelling myself. I was was at an age where I was going out. Then I got into the training and things. Then it became pure vanity for about five years. And it's only in the last four to five years that I realized it was all about headspace now. But what changed? Just me, I grew up. I mean, the vanity and the things, it's just life, you know? I mean, everybody wants a vanity at seventeen to 24 to 25. You know, you want to look your best, not necessarily for yourself, but for people to tell you you look your best. For people around you. More conscious with it. how people look. I knew if I wore this designer a shirt and i look like this, that that person that I do not know, that I know stands in that nightclub every week, will look at me and think this of me, or I think they'll think this of me. It's mad, it's it's a mad, mad perception you have, but I think I think I like speak for the general consensus when I say we all kind of went through that, especially in my, my circle. Absolutely. We all, we all bought the, the best runners out there that we didn't particularly like, but we knew Or particularly these, need. Yeah, or need, yeah, or want, I mean, but we knew that we already, you get this, you know, you get this respect almost that didn't n- never was told, you never mm-hmm. even got the compliments, you just knew that they knew.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or I so agree. you talk, you yeah, know.
0: It's so true. Yeah. But when I think kind of more so with how times are changing too, like, now, training gear is actually part of fashion now. People yeah. are wearing, you know, Under Armour, they're wearing Absolutely, yeah. shorts, they're wearing trainers and, and mm. jogging runners, you know, ow. Yeah, fitness are a parallel. They're going to festivals like that now. Yeah. So I think the fitness industry is actually breaking into fashion more I so than so, it's yeah. breaking into actually people going to gym. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's that's how Gym King started. Yeah, that's exactly how Gym King I'm glad King you brought started. that up because you're heavily involved with them now.
1: Yeah, yeah, so me, me and the four lads are, are involved in them. Um, really involved in the last three years, and it's the tour year running with them. But they, they, their story is basically what you just said. It was it was they seeing tons and tons of kids and tons of uh, women, especially, you said, walking around these Nike tall Nike bottoms and their, their leggings kind of came in at the time and they're like, hold on a minute, like, this is a fashion now, but it's not a fashion because it was kind of frowned upon. I see like people wearing in their pajamas,
0: like, saying, oh, Yeah, that's out. exactly my point. Yeah. yeah, where are you going on the <laughs> gym? Where are you going to the gym, like And
1: not only that, but we've seen it in 10 o'clock this morning. It's now half hour today. day. Go home and have a shower, you know, not kind of away. So
0: now it's loungewear, yeah.
1: You now it's loungewear, but it it's been, I think, genuinely, it's because of Jim King because there were the very, very first I people agree, in yeah. the door. Mm. Them and Jim Shark, actually, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jim Shark had done a, a completely different level. That the guy who started up actually started up as a college project. That was
0: his, he, yeah. I actually watched that documentary oh, on man, YouTube, man. like that was crazy. What a man, a man. young guy, a yeah, very young guy, yeah.
1: I actually had the pleasure of meeting them there. They were wow. over, they were over, and um doing a tour with Robbie. They working
0: with Owen Roddy and stuff, are they?
1: Yeah, they yeah, they're working with Owen Roddy now as well. That's it's a mad because our own Owen got the deal because we broke into Jim, how Jim J approached us, that we they sponsored an event that Connor went to in Manchester.
0: For people that don't know that and a lot of people will know but you're very close to Connor McGregor. Yeah, you're very yeah. close friends. You're with him before the rise. Oh before yeah. It's through these opportunities. Oh yeah, absolutely. That through these events you've attended yeah. and fights you've went to that so much exposure yeah that's it well
1: I was no youthful for a long time the lads copped on a lot longer before me I didn't like social media for a long long time okay I'm probably not be honest with this I didn't want to. didn't want anyone know me business and you know back then I was like dad protection I was like I don't want I, I got off Facebook I didn't do Facebook I respect that. and I didn't want anything to do where it. I Like this is not for me and the children I didn't agree with children up there And you know it's just nowadays it's a society and it's kind of it's acceptable individualism as well if you still don't want to go apart be a part of it don't be a part of it I just found that it helped me grow where I wanted to go there's many things I still want to do in life you know, development and the things is a uh, is great I love doing it um, I was struggling for a long long time with trying to find identity with myself to see where I wanted to go in life what I wanted to do was I wanted to help people and make money helping people and I sat there with my finger in my arse saying where the f- hell how am I going to do this? Like, where does no, seemed Impossible, didn't it? Yeah, I was like saying, do we go to do social work? And do we? Work? And I said, God, I'm not there for social work. I can't take on people's problems with that. And in the meantime, the development was coming on and and, and came on. And I was only when I sat down with Anthony, the only guy actually, he said it to me, and I was saying, I was telling him the same. Saying, Geez, I'm struggling with myself. And he said, You're doing great, now. I said, Yeah, no, no, but I'd love to do more. I mean, when, I, when you do fail, you get
0: when, you're getting to your full potential. Yeah,
1: exactly. What I was what I was trying to put down to was when I get to. This amount of money. When now you have this amount of money, I'm telling you now I'm gonna give up my day job. I'm gonna help people. Blah blah blah. And he says, Yeah, sure. The it right now. And I said, uh, What? And he says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it right now. So help me, the He says, The fucking houses you're building, they don't exist anymore. They don't exist. You build them.
0: People have to. See, Anthony them. has a very good skill, you know, and, and hence why with his event that's coming up and the events he's going to be doing, he's very good at making you believe in yourself. because yeah, yeah. I find with me, I was kind of at the start. Still in that phase being so young. I wonder what people will think when they look and say oh he's doing a podcast yeah, yeah. Or, Ross is doing a yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. and Anthony kind of changed my way of thinking he kind of started saying to himself You're doing something different and I get what you're saying with you is You don't really see yourself. No, I didn't see it as all. this person yeah, that's yeah. Massively helping people because mm. you want to help people so much more yeah, and you're you're You know you can't. Yeah, not
1: living in the moment. Yeah, that, that's really what I what I, I suffer I didn't I didn't even know I suffered living in the moment and um, not living in the present second of every day where we're constantly thinking what tomorrow's going to bring, and when all we actually have is here and now. Mm-hmm. You know, for tomorrow to happen, mm-hmm. the amount of things that have to line up mm-hmm. is absolutely phenomenal. Like, I mean, phenomenal. You're talking, you're probably going to meet three, four thousand cars in a row. Every one of them just pass you safely. Every person now has been full of help that their car doesn't into you or they don't cause an accident just slows that slows you down. Mm. The amount of things. I mean, it's just. It's, it's and another myth, thing to
0: say, you pass these number of cars a day. Yeah every single person every single is on person, their own yeah, journey has, to
1: be, has has their own journey has to all align in that is going to favor you to get the A to B the person on the other end of B that I mean
0: they have to make sure like all their kids have to be in that's full so health. true I never think of it like that the because answer, he, do you ever think when you just you're driving on the motorway oh, you, and you see all these get. cars every single car is going to a different location the, yeah, and everyone
1: has the same agenda they need to get the A to B safely and then yeah, you know, as I said, they all have families. The phone might ring, it might be emergency. Nanny might be, might be well. they have to answer the phone, a slip at the moment. I'm now keeping a very at the car crashes, but I mean, there's so many different things that, that somebody to come actually place.
0: told me a story about that they, they were actually travelling to a funeral, um, of a good friend that theirs relative, and they were coming through town, and this car behind them, was beeping the life out of them because we say they were trying to get through the the junction and they just weren't quick enough. So this car let a couple of beeps, and the person was telling me in work, and they were saying to me that person behind me that was beeping on their you know rushing to get to this destination or rushing to get to their place they had to be didn't realise where I was going and what I was going through Yeah. you know I'm distressed I'm upset I'm going to a funeral so kind of what I'm trying to say is you don't really know no. that person you're beeping at or that person that you're speaking to or being rude to or you know not being as happy as you should yeah, be yeah of course that person could be going through anything
1: absolutely man and, and that's when you, when you start realising that and opening your mind to that you, you're, you, uh, when you when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.
0: You know what I'm saying, yeah.
1: You know, you can look, you can, and, and that's the same across the line with absolutely everything. I mean, the other day I put up a post about opportunities. Like, opportunities are everywhere. You, you just have to know what you're looking for or where to see it. Mm-hmm. Now this cup here, let me look at that cup there and say, that's a bit big for a medium. We can show him that with 10 mil and make him X amount of money over mm-hmm. a year. How many copies? 50,000 copies a year, take away 10 mil, I'm going to save him you know, 500 cups of coffee, there's a mm-hmm. profit. I pitch that right there to him and, and, and sell it and it wins. It's a winner. I'm at the making money. There's an opportunity. So, there's opportunities absolutely everywhere. But as I said, you had to be looking for them and you had to be willing mm. to, to. Yeah, but
0: like you opened up with this podcast by saying, you know, you, you've always been working since a young age. You left school at 15. Mm. I think, you know, the opportunities won't come to you. They're no. not going to reach out and say, look, here I am for the taking. But through your hard work and through your oh, yeah, determination. determination, like, they will be available.
1: Absolutely, and, and like even going back to back to Jim King there, like I mean that opportunity was knocking in front of me for a long time. I never seen it, and again, self doubt was another thing. And not thinking, even you contact me and ask me to do a podcast, that that in itself gets me and think, who the fuck am I? It's another kind of way. Like, you're almost doubting yourself. And well, I've always, i been
0: any time I've been looking at Connor's content and I've seen yeah. you in it. You've always stood out because, you know, that whole circle I find are, are very you know, interesting guys. Like, I was even looking at, I think it was at Christmas. A lot of people go out and do the 12 pubs yeah, and they yeah. put the jumpers on. Yeah. Am I right in saying you've done something <laughs> like is dressed yeah, in like we had a old clothes or
1: something? 20, 20 euro, we have a 20 <laughs> euro uh, max budget. And we pull the ends of a hat and we have to dress to the next person. Oh, so you nice. were in suits that were like 20 oh, sizes too stop. big for you. I everything. Mean, was brilliant. Star, like so brilliant. what
0: I'm trying to say is like, you, you guys always have been interested in me as a group and then looking at kind of some of the camps, like watching you kind of being there for yeah, the, yeah. the Mayweather camp, like that must have been some experience. Like, oh,
1: uh, that was again hard, found hard living the moment at that one because I hadn't found myself where I am today. Where really? I was doing it all again, like I, oh, I would have say never. so, yeah. At the same time, I do remember a, a good chunk of it, and actually, a whole lot of it, and I remember being present every bit of it and, and walking on. But, but
0: I know what you're kind of saying. You weren't really soaking it up the best way you could. Exactly. Have. Yeah, I did. You were just I there, fully
1: potentially take. Like I, I got up and trained every time they tr- he trained. I rested when he rested. I tried to and, and and body myself into the camp to sit because I, I get power, I, get, I take something from him when, when he trains, like, he's just, it's just not, like nothing I've ever seen and I never will see because no one gets to experience this, I mean I, don't, I do realise how lucky I am but you don't at the same time but to, to be a part of this person's life and, and, and look at him, take on the world and,
0: and but do sometimes s- it's weird for you probably Keith because most of the time you're there, there's a lot of press there there's you yeah. know, either the Mac life or there's either you know, other sports yeah. networks covering it but they're all there with cameras mm. shooting this. You're getting to see it with your own two eyes, and it yeah. probably feels weird because when you go back home and watch that end of the camera, you're like, oh, I, was, I was right there. Yeah,
1: what feels weird about it is it's a circus, really, you know I mean? And, and you're still trying to, although I do understand, don't get me wrong, what he's achieving and who he is, but he's still Connor, our friend. So yeah, when people yeah. put him on this massive pedestal, which I do get his accolades that speak for themselves, but. You're talking to him two minutes in his house and it's a five minute journey, ten minute journey to the gym, and then just it switches like to like, chaos. He's to, incredible, to, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but, and then he sits there and takes it so cool and calm and I'm looking saying like this this part is where you become a champion because I
0: don't fucking know anyone does this man. This is fucking not right. He has that switch I find, like even does, when he speaks in front of I the see, camera, yeah. he's like I mean I just look at him and I just say to myself, even with the Mayweather Never mind the Mayweather camp, the Aldo camp, mm. like that was a uh, world, world tour. never done And before. he was switched on the switched whole on. time. Ridiculous. I mean, a
1: professional. He's just made for this. I mean, you have to be in a certain when all your stars align. That I hear people talk about that all the time. But he, he is truly something that we can actually see when all your stars align, and where he he is exactly where he should be mm. today in this world. He's done everything that. He ever wanted to do, and mm-hmm. he and he and he done it on his own back. He, he yeah. He created money. He created revenue. He and all he done was, every obviously worked very hard for it, but he, he asked for it, and he showed what he could do, and he mm-hmm. showed his potential, and he called the suits. And at the very start, he was Mister Mac, and he was calling rounds, and mm-hmm. then he was telling people what they're going to do with and, and done, it, to and them
0: then them doing it, and then they could not do, even do anything about it. It's madness. is actually crazy. It's crazy, and and we we're not saying it was crazy. It still is crazy oh. because this journey. It, it's still going, it's still and going. It, it, it will still go for a long yeah. long time but what I find most impressive with Connor and a lot of people don't know this is you'll know more, more so than I would but it's the work he does in the background because oh, like time. even when I think there was uh, that, that poor child Batman Ben mm. was dying and they were doing a fundraising event my dad actually asked um, Leo and Derek's dad Joxer to get a glove signed yeah. by Connor and he left the glove in with Derek and I think two weeks later, you got a phone call to say the glove is there. Yeah. No, that's not posted on social media. No. It's the little things, that glove was then at that charity fundraise event for Batman Ben, sold for crazy money. Mm. That was auctioned off and, and I think someone paid over a thousand euro for the glove. Yeah, yeah. And Connor's really not going posting that when no. he takes his visits to the children's hospital or he's visiting such a person. No, he's
1: private nothing in that
0: respect. I find sense. though, you know, a lot of the work that's done in the background, and I'm trying to say, refer this back to you as mm. well, that you could do so much a day, you could send someone back a message. And I look at some of the screenshots yeah, yeah. you're putting up, the people are inspiring, the messages they're sending. You could send 20 messages a day and none of that is on your story, none of that no. is on your posts. You know, a lot of the work you could be doing or a lot of the meetings you could be having, Nobody even knows about them. So the hard work can really be done behind the scenes.
1: All the hard work is done behind the scenes. I mean you're you're not like even look at flower growth. You know, I mean it has to come from seed, Germany, war, sunshine and fight off everything along the way. way Just to see that flower Mm -hmm. at the end that someone's gonna come along and pick. And that's basically what you're looking at in business, in work, if you're looking. No to, different. No different. Same as you're saying, clone clothing company, you have to go samples, your sizes, go to all your suppliers, get the best deals, get the, the distribution right, get everything right, all your tears and dots, in, in, get all in, and then hopefully some of them at the end of it all. Mm-hmm. The amount of work, it's, 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 it's been well documented, like the iceberg effect. You just see the top of the iceberg, but the whole bottom is like a mountain. Yeah, it's amazing. So, I, I went to do a show, <laughs> I went to do a show on the Mendez we. Um, no way! Yeah, I was only two weeks out, and uh, I was fucking shredded, but it felt terrible time. I mean, wanted to go to Mendez and Crazy, to eat, yeah. to eat and drink, but I was so fucking strict, man. I'd done four days over there prior to the fight, and um, last last leg day, last leg training day, and uh, there was no squat rack or anything in this gym, it was in the MGM. So I used some dumbbells, done a quick few squats, and last sets, putting them back. Waddle across the, the. from here, probably a half a meter away, and there was a floor socket. I fucking kicked the floor socket and just done that me my knee, nothing major, boom, oh, what the fuck was that? I said, felt a little click in it, thought on more of it. Saturday night it was, the fight was on me. night, went down Connor 1, fucking great, adrenaline kicked in. The, the, the night kicked on, I had a great time with my friends, I ended up staying up the next, probably next day, late next day, uh, got home good, to bed, slept it all for 12 hours, fuck me when I woke up on this Monday. And I could not move my leg. Turns out I'd done a two-degree uh, MCL tear on my knee. Fucking, I didn't know. I was to get a wheelchair from from the from the M- uh, MGM to the to the airport and home. Got scanned. I was a week out from show. Couldn't even tense a leg. Devastated. But I learned a lot about myself on the prep. It was a 20-week prep, and I mean, when you're into the bodybuilding, it's the only sport in the whole world that's 24 hours. Nothing else is 24 hours. You go football training, you go That's home. You crazy, yeah. It's 24 hours. It dictates your sleep. It dictates your fucking
0: rest time. It dictates your foods. What's a, this is what I want to ask you, because I find that you can definitely give some good insight in this. I'd never know. Mm. What's a typical day for a bodybuilder?
1: typical day for a bodybuilder, pr- prepping for a show. So you're coming to a show, so you know, let's say the last eight weeks. Um, you're talking 6am faster cardio. Um, and you're doing that for 40 minutes, depending on what, the, what your coach is telling you. A lot of be uh, fast or steady. Mine was always steady pace. So a good brief walk with my dog, or uh, it's, it's a nice cycle on, on my bike. Uh, back to the house, e3 a.m. And then go about my day. I'm going to work, My next meal then would be 10 a.m. Would be consist of I'd say 200 grams of chicken and about a about 50 grams of carbs on top of that. So pick your carbs with a day potato rice. Whatever you want in your car base. Second meal then be around the twelve one o'clock mark, and it'll be the same again. It Mirror it the other field. You now you can change up your from turkey to to whatever wheat meat you want to eat. Basically, fish, turkey, or chicken. Two hundred grams, around fifty sixty grams of protein, another fifty grams of. Um, of carbs, and that would all be cooked in about five grams of fats, so, you know, that that's your fat in there. And then I'd go training, I'd have another meal maybe, I'd go training, so it'd be a post-training, pre-training meal. It could be a uh, uh, fatargo, which would be a carb drink, I'd have that straight before training, and then directly after training, it'd be two scoops of protein and a hundred grams of oats. And then my last meal at night would be 200 grams of red meat with 300 grams of wheat day, or I'd have a phage yogurt, which is a protein yogurt, no Yeah, fat, yeah, I know yeah. Uh, with some granola. Uh, and some berries so that but be it's w- all
0: very much you know every three hours yeah, to yeah, the grams three, and every three everything.
1: hours the grams uh, last meal two hours before training next meal directly after training and then in in beds like pretty starving very hungry uh, throughout the day because you have to do a lot of you know a lot of you have to burn a lot of fuel so your body starting to feel it first couple of weeks you don't feel it but when your body starts to lose the fat it's like okay i need more food uh, so i'd be in bed with a banging headache for half nine quarter ten a night What do you do for that? Field headaches, just bed, sleep. Plus, you'll be drinking six litres of water a day, you're in and out of jacks constantly. And that goes on for about fucking, that goes on for a duration of of 20 weeks. Depending on what shape you're in going into the the camp or into your prep.
0: uh, But do you find though, is it worth it? No. Like genuinely? No. No, I I can't imagine that being worth it. No. I mean, 20 weeks. I can imagine sacrificing your takeaway on the weekend mm. i can imagine Drink. you know no social life it's very hard to incorporate yeah. social life in this
1: but kids as well i had kids want to go on holiday i want to go on holidays i went on two holidays uh, jordan jordan, jordan at prep i went on the kids holiday a week before connor's it's week crazy. for a week i was running up now to me out to my hotel room i bought a george farmer on holidays with me so he can cook oh. some food fucking fresh I was fillets on the i was going to say like
0: say a sunday evening you head out yeah, and you're, you're getting mean, the kids an ice cream and you're standing there like Looking at it, yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, look, it takes a lot of willpower, and I tell you what, it does. It it um, it certainly certainly makes you a different man. I mean, if you if you can like you can outlast or go around and and go from day to day without without the temptations of having a coffee full of milk or having a granola bar or eating a bar, man, you can take over the world. Trust me, because that's every day, every minute, every day, every smell, every sense is filled. And if you can tell yourself, no, 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 use this willpower to do that
0: and you can do anything you want. I think if there's anything from it though, you learn so much more to yourself oh, through absolutely.
1: discipline. Discipline, and to and, and, and be honest with you, neglect, <laughs> neglect of the family, <laughs> because everything based around your field and, and training, and that is everything. So everything after that suffers. So you're taking, you don't take from work, because work pays the bills. You don't take from your training, you don't take from your eating. So what, what's the last thing left? It's family Family, yeah, social. Yeah, social. And, 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 and they, my miss never said a word to me over there, but when it was over, she was mm-hmm. telling me how tough it was, and says, said, you know what? Not doing that again. But I'm not doing it again because I have done it for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I it not fancy again back then. I wanted to boost everything. I wanted this, then other. But look, if you're a young, you trying to make it in this in this industry, and you want to be a, a, a trainer, and you, you're gonna are a PT. Sacrifices have to be made. Exactly. You're gonna go and do the show, show, you showcase what you have, and then that attracts people that come and say, "Jesus, I want what he has. He can teach mm-hmm. me what he has." Mm-hmm. And that's how you get jobs, roles as coach and, and move on. But, the industry is jam-packed it's
0: stacked at the moment i'd say so i'd say it's so hard to be at the top of it
1: oh man for for, for anyone going into an if like unless you have absolutely unbelievable genetics and symmetry where someone goes wow and it happens there is it's lots really of hard there, to stand out it's really hard to stand out yeah how do you stand out you
0: don't well i think when you think of our area where we're living you know especially in the dublin 12 area mm. you definitely stand out yeah and and i'm not just telling you that yeah, yeah you know yeah. i mean you're doing different things you're not just look in a different way and not just being yourself. I know you say it took you a while to find yourself and yeah. find who you wanted to be, but you seem fairly content now with who you yeah, are I mean, and that took time.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I've always been me. That's the funny thing about it. So you're out there searching for yourself. You forget to actually look at yourself. Good point. You look past yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want to be, I want to be, but you could only who you are. Is you exactly forget who you are. Absolutely. You forget who you are on the, on the journey to find yourself. You forget who you are, yeah. which is the biggest contradiction ever, but that's yeah. the truth. Um, so once you're happy with what you have and who you are and what, you, what you're about, I mean, everything else then starts to fall into place. So much I want to do in this life and, and, and I just find the gym releases it. It mm-hmm. gives me that time frame away from the kids, away from the manager, the house, away from work. And just gives me a brand new platform, a brand new state of mind to say, that's how that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Dean, the penny dropped, get on the phone and my notepad is fucking, it's twice full over now mm-hmm. with stuff that I have to get through, but, I mean, it's there, it's written down and it, and it's, it's, it's it and once it starts to write it, it starts to, I'm a great believer in, in the universe. Takes I'll be watching your journey.
0: I wish you the very best of yeah, luck. Thank you so Most much for coming on. Cheers. Thank you. thank you very much.